0: hey everyone and welcome to superhero speak i'm your host dave i'm john and we're just a little bit slow because we're still recovering from the new york comic-con and yes and con crud probably and me from getting a 2 it's a whole thing it's been a week <laughs> let me tell you
1: we don't know where gd is hopefully he's joining he said that he had practice tonight and he would try to join from school like he's done before Hopefully he'll be here soon.
0: If he doesn't join, if he doesn't join, it was probably because he's like it's a Monday. It's a weird <laughs> day
1: for us to do it. So, it is. It's a very weird day.
0: I'm multitasking because I'm putting up photo galleries from the con. So besides
1: all of that, how are you, John? What's what is new with you since the convention?
0: You'd like me to get to the root of my story? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, if you want to talk he's, about that. He's laughing because the I figured the best time. To get a tooth extraction was the day after I came back from New York Comic-Con dragging 15 pounds of equipment over 25 miles. And uh, yeah, that was not a good idea, especially since it turned into a fiasco. And I was literally sitting in the dentist's chair for two and a half hours while they brought everything out except a jackhammer to try and get, get my tooth out that was fused to my jawbone. Really fun. They, we should have a section just for old man speak. (laughs) <laughs> because I'm sure people love hearing these stories. Oh, you know, yeah,
1: definitely.
0: Really brings out the existential dread before we hit them with the comic book stuff. So yeah, that that was fun. But I've got the memories of the uh, the New York Comic Con, which was fun because we were we were able to get on the floor early every morning. Because um, <laughs> we that supposed was supposed on... to <laughs> what? We weren't supposed to. I uh, I I don't know. They they let me in, so I I. It was. I walked in. I had equipment on me. They looked at me and they said, "This man belongs. Let me through." Mm.
1: Yeah, you know were totally honest every day, were
0: you? No, I was completely honest. Okay, mostly honest. <laughs> <laughs> but we got we. That means that we got pictures of them setting up the con, which is always oh fun yeah that get. was because it's that, really neat to see them put this stuff together.
1: That I was shocked on Wednesday when we went. And we went right in, and no one stopped us. No one questioned us.
0: Again, yeah, it comes down to social engineering. It's a hacker trick. You look like you belong, and you go in there. And we don't do it. We don't do it for any nefarious reason. We do it because we want to give you guys all the information we can, all all the all of the the photos and the stories that we can get you. And so this is what we do. We get in. We dodge security. We run from press agents. Talk our way past them in some cases and uh, and we get you the stories. And we got you interviews, lots of interviews.
1: Yeah, there's a reason though we're not really supposed to go on, on Wednesday. There was so much construction going on, like it's crazy yeah. on, on Wednesday. Like them setting it up and it's a little yeah, dangerous.
0: We, we we got well no nobody there was wearing a hard hat. Come on, there there's everybody setting up their booths and everything. Like no nobody there is safe. Let's put it that way.
1: No, no. Not but at all.
0: Um, But we did get to see stuff like putting together huge statues, raising Luffy Gear 5 to the ceiling, <laughs> a huge inflatable Luffy Gear 5, which was awesome. And just, you got to think, with the size of the convention and the sheer number of tables and display units and all this other stuff, and they put it together within, I'd say, about 12 hours. And then... When, and then after 12 hours of putting together, the con ends at five o'clock on Sunday. Yeah. And everybody is gone by eight or nine, I'd say. Oh yeah. Think of the sheer amount of manual labor it takes to put something, and you can see for the pictures, like I'm putting, we we posted a lot of pictures, but I'm now putting up official albums on our Facebook site (laughs) for day to day. And just look at the way it looks when it's before and after of when they're putting it together and when it's put together and just figure out how long it would take like any one of you to actually do that yourself. It's amazing how quickly they put these things together and take them apart.
1: Yeah, that's uh, yeah. A, an, a coordinated ballet of uh, <laughs> effort from Teamsters.
0: Anyway, that's how I'm doing. I'm, I'm actually glad I went this year. It was really cool, especially with the people we got to talk to. And we missed a couple of There are a couple of interviews that that we missed that I'm sad about. The uh, Dungeons and Dragons LARP thing there, we were were supposed to go back to them. We never had time. No. We were exhausted by Sunday.
1: No, and we were double booked on a lot of things. And
0: yeah, it's funny. And they moved a lot of the schedule around too on you. Yeah, and I
1: thought this was going to be, because the actors weren't allowed to promote anything, I thought this was going to be like a con of we weren't going to have much to do because there weren't going to be many press rooms, but... No, it ended up being just as busy as any other convention we go to. Any other mm-hmm. New York Comic Con we go to. And, and that's good, to a point. <laughs> but you're right, we were all we were both tired by Sunday and just decided to go home. Sorry, there wasn't anything outstanding that we missed. There was one thing we didn't go to. It was a press room for Percy Jackson. But I don't know if anyone in our audience is interested in Percy Jackson. Let us know.
0: After two failed Percy Jackson things, and now they're going to do it again. I'm not. Was the first? Was the movies
1: failed? I thought the the first one did
0: well. The movies, the first one did okay, and then the they were. I forget the timing. I think they were at the tail end of the Y the Y A thing. The yeah. The Maze Runner slash was it Hunger Games slash all the other ones came out around that time.
1: Yeah, I think so. And
0: they tried to rush it through the next two. And the story made no sense, none whatsoever. Not many of those YA movies franchises really did make a whole lot of sense. You know, Maze Runner is another one that made like zero sense. When you got halfway through the second movie, you're like, "What the hell's going?" On? Even things in the first. One. Yeah, the the only one that actually was any worth anything was Hunger Game, and it was some of it didn't make sense, but it was a compelling story. It had great actors and all this. I was, but that one, Percy Jackson. It just, it fell apart.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think it had the right, it didn't find its audience.
0: And I've read the entire series of the books. Okay. And they were okay for a young adult series. They were good. But the execution of the movie was not what where it needed to be for it to actually work, for lack of a better term.
1: Yeah. But yeah, Dave. Uh, I got home and immediately... The next morning, started feeling sick, and of course, anyone who's been to a convention, especially one as big as New York, you're like, ah, it's con crud, and you usually feel better within a couple of days, but no, this is a definitely, I think it was a chest cold that lingered on for a while. This is the first day that, like, I can talk without catching my throat, and uh, the only lingering thing I have is, you get to a certain age, and if you cough too hard, you can strain your ab muscle. My right side, my ab muscles are sore whenever I cough. That's the fun I, I, thing getting old.
0: <laughs> if I had Concord, I think it got scared away by the pain from the tooth extraction. It's we can't do any more damage here that's already been done.
1: <laughs> See, and then if for anyone who's been paying attention, the episode there was technical issues putting the episode up last week. We had it all set to stream at 8 30 as the normal time. And when I woke up the next morning, it said it was still streaming and it was only wow. an hour and a half long. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? And when I went and watched it, it was like choppy. Like it would play and then stop and play and then stop.
0: Oh, and
1: it's the frame rate was too high for StreamYard to handle the file and stream it.
0: And it didn't tell you? That's not cool.
1: No, I I looked up like, why is this choppy? And then in their help section, it said, oh, make sure your frame rate is below. I don't remember what the setting was. So I changed it and then reposted. And now it's fine and it's up. Which uh, of anyone who's watched it, you saw that we had interviews with Sarah Meyer, the creative team behind The Last Ronin, and Max Brooks. So it's a great Mm -hmm. episode. If you haven't watched it yet, go, go after this, go watch that. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And we've got lots more coming too.
1: Oh, yeah. And then Friday, I posted our interview with Rich Doick from the con floor. And then this Friday, I'm definitely going to post the. Dirk Manning interview because his Kickstarter goes live on Halloween, so it'll be good timing for it that way because he talks all about the Kickstarter in the interviews. Yeah, I and mean, we have much more coming: V Friends and Super Seven. And
0: can't remember, can you?
1: Kalen Smith. Oh, and, right, Kalen too. and I feel like there's oh, and the your favorite interview the uh, the comic scrolling website.
0: Oh yeah, webtoons the the, the webtoons adjacent one. Oh my god. Penta Comics? Yeah, Penta Comics, that's it. Yes.
1: Yeah, Yeah. they're a new company from Korea. They have a Webtoon-style app. Obviously, they're Korean-based. And they're translating to a
0: whole bunch of different languages. They're
1: they're currently translating to English and Spanish. And they were at the con to look for new independent artists to have on their platforms. And
0: and their whole thing... I don't know if anybody here knows Webtoons, anybody that watches this. Webtoons will span the entire spectrum of comics from innocent stories to anime, to anime, manga, to the uh, more adult stuff. So Penta Comics is just going to do all fam- family-friendly stuff, and that's their claim to fame. That and the fact that even, they're even helping Webtoons with translations for some of this stuff into different languages. But yeah, that interview's going up. We interviewed the CEO of the company, the owner. Yes. Hello, Valve.
1: What's that say? Valve's BTW?
0: <laughs> so, yeah oh sorry uh, yeah we're oh, really walking Thomas wounded apparently up. here it's quite quite fun
1: yeah it was a good show i enjoyed it i'm glad you came and then i got to share it with you your first time back since 2019
0: uh, we went to the we went i went one day to the philly yeah damn what are they calling now i keep calling it wizard world but that's <laughs> fan expo right yeah so i went to the philly fan expo one day but this was it, it, it's funny you're there You've got 17 pounds of of audio equipment on your back. Your back is hurting. Your brain is telling you, dude, you're a little bit too old for this. And But you get to the end of it, you're like, damn, I am glad I was there.
1: Yeah. Oh, and then the other thing that I did this week, Saturday, was my sister and her boyfriend, who she's been living with for, oh, God, I want to say 10 years now. Their birthday is the same day. So we celebrated that on Saturday. And then my granddaughter, my youngest granddaughter, Claire, her birthday's the 20th, so Sunday we went to the zoo to celebrate that. And uh, they're three, and the twins are five. Yeah. And my my daughter's a good mother, and I know I raised her right, and I love her dearly, but we get there, and I'm like, you don't have a straw or anything. And she's like, oh, they'll be fine. They've been walking more. And, of course, anyone who goes to the zoo, it's they're doing the boo at the zoo, so it's a trick-or-treat. They do it every weekend in October. So of course it was wall to wall kids at the zoo, and so the parking we had to park pretty far.
0: Okay, get to the end of the story. How many did you lose? <laughs> like, we didn't lose, but trying to, to get where... trying to walk
1: back to the car with them at the end of the day was like. Did you yeah, pull, they were pull done.
0: Billy Batson? Is that what you did? Like, <laughs> I should have. Um, oh.
1: <laughs> nah, but but it was fun. Though so they go all the time, so I'm used to like. I don't go all the time, so when I do go, I like to walk the whole zoo to see everything I can. And they're just like, they want to go to specific things that they care about, because they go all the time. They had to go see the otters. They love the otters.
0: Everybody loves the otters.
1: Everybody? I don't know. The rivers don't love the otters, because they keep damning them.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: and then, of course, the other thing I did, we haven't talked about this in a while, and JD's not here, so we don't have to worry about if you watch it or not. I got caught up on Loki. Are you kidding D-A? me?
0: What? Oh, no, I'm you caught up! I'm oh, caught
1: up. Mm. So no! When can... I,
0: while I was recovering from my tooth, I, I figured take advantage of it. Got the heating pad out, got my nice blanket, and uh, sat down on the couch downstairs in the playroom and uh, caught up on everything. All, all the new fall anime and Loki. So I almost forgot it existed, but Loki's still the best of all of the.
1: I think so. Disney it's
0: it, with the exception of Wandavision. I think
1: it's going to be six episodes. So this is the halfway point. This is episode three. And I don't know, two things I think I thought about with this episode. Are we getting the... Or Victor Timely. Are we getting the origin of Kang? He who remains? Are they, same, are they different variants? Are they the same person?
0: No, that's got to be a different variant. It's not, it's not a time loop. We're not seeing the beginning of the length of time that ends with him being he who's left behind. He who it's, remains. He remains. Sorry, he was left behind. Whatever. That's the Christian version. No, it's yeah, I think this think this I think they discussed it. And this is another variant from from it's not even from the sacred timeline. It's from a well, separate timeline.
1: If you noticed one of the things they're doing this season is whenever they travel to another time, it tells you if it's the sacred timeline or a variant timeline. Yeah. Or a branch. Yeah. When they go back in time and give him the book, it's the sacred timeline. When they go to the World's Fair, where when he's an adult, it does say it's a branch. Yeah, it's a little confusing. So I thought that was interesting. Are we getting the, the origin or where is this going to go? And then, of course, we find out Miss Minutes is creepy.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm getting serious final boss vibes from her. She's... Yeah, a...
1: I, I think she's going to end up being the main protagonist by the time we get to the end. Like She is a...
0: definitely bad. Definitely. Bad. And what's... And to be off my normal personality, she is incredibly horny too, apparently.
1: She wants a body so she can be with uh, Victor Timely or Kang or whatever you want to call him.
0: I don't know. I know this is Marvel and all that. But if you think about a human psyche and the toll that eons would have on, on your psyche that living that long would have on you. Yeah. Like Doctor Who actually played this up with an immortal character who was played by? Shoot, what's her name? Arya Stark, I think. What the actress's name? I forget. But but she but the thing was that she got to a point where she was so old she couldn't remember everything that happened to her. She was keeping a journal. She said she'd go back once in a while and read a, read her journals to see what she had done.
1: Yeah, you know that makes sense. Um,
0: and, and Miss Minutes, she's an AI, but after eons like that, and I don't know, there there's a lot of AI theory about what happens with an AI if it doesn't experience the same things as a human being because it doesn't have the same input, sensory input, that sort of thing. She's nuts. She's the out of all being a computer IT guy, systems architect type uh-huh. person, after everything I've read about AI and the possibilities and how neural networks form and all that, she's the scariest thing I've ever seen on TV. Because she would there there's no moral center, there's not there's no recognizable human moral construct that she adheres to, which means that there's nothing, there's no way you could know what she'd do.
1: There's a theory that her she's, her consciousness is based off of Renslayer. Because in the comics, Renslayer and Kang are like a couple, but they're doomed to never be together. Like, she dies or something happens. Like, in every life that Kang lives, every time period he's tried to be with her, but something always happens to keeps them apart. So they're a tragic couple. So the theory is that he created because Miss Minutes doesn't exist in the comics, is that he created her because he couldn't be with Renslayer.
0: Maybe, maybe she's based on Renslayer's engrams. Maybe at some point Renslayer dies and he he grabs her consciousness before she dies and uh, creates Miss Minutes. Uh, I don't know. That's an interesting theory. I don't. I think they're two separate people myself, but uh, I'm willing to be surprised. We we haven't seen the end of that. Yeah. I'm sure they're going to start telling us something about. Her origins, or at least hinting heavily at it over the next couple of episodes.
1: And apparently she knows some kind of secret from about Renslayer that would make her mad.
0: It's probably that every time that Kang partners up with Renslayer in every timeline, he always winds up killing her (sighs) because he doesn't do partnerships.
1: Probably. That could very well be it.
0: But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We got five more episodes, right? That was only three so far that we did. How do you think?
1: So, how do you think this is going to end? Do you have any theories? Is it going to be?
0: Oh God, no! I have no clue, and that is the most brilliant thing about it. We have no idea where this is going, and how many Marvel movies. It's a, it's a weird moral
1: dilemma it's a moral that they dilemma. they created in the show because they're saying they're prun- He's pruning the timelines to make sure that there's only one Kang, so that they don't team up and take over the universe, or or cause this multi multiverse war. That, you know, but at the same time, the argument is what, because they're all variants at the TVA, it's like you're killing billions of people every time you kill a timeline. So it's like, who do you root for, really, when you think about it?
0: And they're off. When you consider how populated the Marvel Universe is. Oh, yeah, yeah and, I know. And it's they take out, they're taking out octillions of people, septillions. Like, well, they, they had an uncountable um, numbers of sentient beings are being destroyed.
1: Just for Earth, I saw someone did the calculation of how many timelines they said were pruned, and they figured it out, and it was like yeah. seven seventy-three trillion people or something ridiculous like that. Just from Earth, yeah. that's yep. not all the other planets in the Marvel universe that has life on it. Yeah, yeah, it's a weird moral thing that they created here, and it's like, you're not supposed to root for Kang because he's the bad guy. But what happens if this war happens? So
0: uh, uh, when you think about it too, excuse me, when you think about it too, like. We don't see any aliens in the TVA. So, like, the TVA no, is all Earth-centric. Earth. Yeah, so I guess the whole, that goes back to why Kang created it is, because he, he created it to protect his original sacred timeline, and that has only has to do with Earth. No matter what happens on other planets, they must just be pruning anything that happens from other planets.
1: Yeah, because they've been to other planets on this in this show, so right. that's all part of it, too. Uh, um, I'm also curious what OB's role is going to be in all of this.
0: Being as somebody who watched the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer all the way through the, the entire series uh-huh. while it aired, I'm not betting against him being the final bad boss.
1: Yeah, because he's a, a Ouroboros, so the concept that time is a loop, right? That's what his name is. There's a lot of theories that when we saw Loki in the future in the first episode, we were actually seeing... The end of the TVA. So the, this loop that we're in, we're seeing the end of the loop there, and the beginning of the loop when he was being chased in the past. That the whole season is going to be with is going to be a loop, right? The theory is that he prunes himself to get himself from time to stop himself yeah, that, from time slipping. He, yeah,
0: when, when he saw Sylvie, uh, Sylvie, Sylvie come out of the uh, was it the I guess it was the an elevator or something, something in the TVA? Like that, yeah. But it was him. It was himself behind him that pruned himself so they could complete the loop. Right. Yeah, that, that's what I heard. Yeah, again, this, besides, like, WandaVision, I, I think this is probably the best thing they've put out since since Endgame, really.
1: Yeah, I you agree. Know?
0: By far. Because you'd have no idea where it's going, and it's so damn, it, it's just damn entertaining. I can't wait for the next episode. I didn't say that about She-Hulk. No. Or, or about anything. I, and I liked, I liked Kamala Khan. I liked, I Marvel, it. but they had some hiccups because of the CGI yeah. scandals and all of that. So I
1: think some... the only show that I could say I didn't really enjoy to the point where I would never watch it again is secret war, secret invasion.
0: Oh God. No, Yeah, yeah I, yeah, I, I, no, <coughs> I would never, that was just horrible.
1: Yeah. So, all right, real quick. Kassan has a question for you. Have you watched Castlevania?
0: No, I haven't watched, and you're talking about Nocturne. I've seen the first season and a half of Castlevania. I keep getting sidetracked specifically these days by being on episode 633 (laughs) of uh, One Piece. And the fact that this anime season is as anemic as the last season was, this season's more than making up for it. There's at least like 10 anime that I'm watching right now. I haven't gotten back to Castlevania but I, I will, I've seen arguments that Nocturne shouldn't be considered Castlevania or something like that. There's some kind of argument going on, on the internet that uh, Nocturne is not really like part of the first two seasons or huh. something like that. I don't know. I'll figure out when I get there. All right. Yeah. I'd like, it would be nice to see what it, post what you think about it. Cause let us know what, what you think about it. Give a recommendation or, yeah. or not to, uh, to the audience.
1: So, speaking of the audience, little social media man is here. The question that I posted, so...
0: Wait, I'm I'm saying we don't have to do it because, because JD's not here. That's a good excuse, right? No, it doesn't work that way. Damn um, it. Come on.
1: <laughs> this was an important one, and I wanted JD to be here for this, and it's pissing me off he's not. There's a rumor. I don't think it's confirmed, but I saw it on comicbook.com and a couple other fairly reputable sites.
0: Oh, no, a rumor.
1: That Kevin Feige has said... That the Secret Wars movie will end up being a soft reboot for the MCU.
0: Oh no! Who would have thought that? Gun? <laughs> I, and I'm hearing, I'm hearing about this from other, from other outfits too. Yeah, like this seems to be something that's either leaking or something that a lot of people are just talking about. It seems like there's too much chatter about it to not have some kernel of truth that this is what they are thinking about, like a full soft reboot of the universe, which. That's what they normally do in the comics when they write themselves into the corners and get themselves well, into trouble. And that's normally well, the what the MCU's
1: That's normally right what DC does. They write themselves into a corner.
0: Like Marvel's so, never done that. They've never written themselves yeah. into a corner. I know that everyone's once in a the. They One of the
1: one of the best examples is the uh, the stuff with the Green Goblin and uh, what's her face Gwen Stacy, where he secretly know, had a kid with her. I know it's hard her. for you
0: to say that name, but go ahead.
1: Yeah, that he secretly had a kid with her in the past and all this stuff, like they've retconned that since. Oh, that didn't happen. But they've never done a reboot of the universe. The only thing, the thing that comes closest is one more day, which was the devil took away Peter and FJ's marriage and it was magic. So you're not allowed to ask questions. And that is normally how they do reboot. The only universe that was like, it was not even rebooted. It was merged is what you call it, the ultimate. So that was my question though, like, when they say soft reboot, do they mean rebooting by recasting and starting over? Or do they mean, okay, now we're going to have Fantastic Four and X-Men come out and we're going to concentrate on them?
0: See, I don't know. So I've, I've heard several outfits mentioned, like, recasting some of the old favorites. Because, seriously, they've written themselves into the core because how, in the minds of all the people... That the mcu have influenced and before before they started doing these comic book movies were hey we got one or two but nothing really big now it's like mainstream but but they've locked themselves in because now if you do a marvel movie it's like how do you do a reboot or even a soft reboot without iron man doctor strange thor captain america like you're, you, they might—they're going to have to do something about it. I, I, right. They may be able to skirt it by doing what you said, and uh, we're going to concentrate on the X Men and the Internals. No, not the Internals, no uh, not them. The Inhumans. No, we're not doing the Inhumans. Yeah, what do you got? You got X Men and the Avengers. you you going to pick one of them? And the now, You're going to have to, uh, but you can't do one without. The, you have to. Yeah, I think they're going to have to, like, soft reboot it, hard kind of way, and recast it, um, possibly.
1: No, I have no details, but uh, yeah, JD will not be joining us.
0: Oh bollocks.
1: He, I don't know what he wants me to say, so I'm not going to say anything, but he's at the emergency room. Let's just... Oof.
0: Oh, for crying out. Yeah, I
1: don't know. I don't have details. He just said that he's at the ER. Um it's been,
0: it's been that kind of week. I hope he's okay.
1: So, back to the question. Let's start over on Instagram. Sour Grape said, they could never recast Stark or Cap. The MCU spent 11 years building the... and based building they spent 11 years building and based on the avengers now is a good time to build the next super team whether it's the fantastic four x-men hey even the awesome team of superheroes speak oh my god thanks for that tim and uh, sour grapes and find our newspapers across the country
0: (laughs) nice tim nice
1: (laughs) over on x formerly known as twitter we had random randy savage say i have to say it but it should be mephisto a handshake deal with doctor strange to save the multiverse oh man no that's
0: one doctor more doctor strange would do that though that is not out of character
1: yes or and then space tactician said use ff to start new universe that includes the mutants and make blade rated r that's great yeah i'm i'm not there's, against it being ra- rated r
0: there's no way they can do blade without doing him rated r they have to just for violence, not for anything else, really. Just for the violence. Not when they went through all of this trouble of adding the ability to have a rated R section in Disney Plus and you know parental controls and all that. They have to do it now.
1: Yeah. And then, hold on a second. Sorry, JD's messaging me. And then finally, and I don't know why the, it's not coming up on when I bring the website up on my computer. On TikTok, Randy again chimed in and said, both. It's a total recast focusing on X-Men, but with all the history of the previous MCU, like they've been there the whole time.
0: (laughs) That's a meme, too. I've been here the whole time.
1: And then 8-Bit Ray says DC logic, which, yeah, that's the, (laughs) that is what this is, isn't it? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. See, that's all the social media madness. I kept it short and sweet. We didn't get a lot of responses on this one. But that's all right. Also, I had an issue when I posted the video. Usually I use the green screen, and then I'll put an image behind me of what I'm talking about. But for some reason, when I did the screen this time, it, it, it wasn't showing me. Apparently, I wasn't lit well enough or something. So it's just a picture from the Secret Wars comic.
0: Go to our Patreon so that we can afford a green screen for Dave.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, real quick, Hassan answered you. He said, I like it. It's set in the future of the main Castlevania story.
0: That sounds interesting. Okay. And
1: then he said, I heard that too. They need to recast the younger actors, save money. They need to recast with younger actors and save money.
0: Uh, I understand the save money thing, but that's only going to last so long, really. Cause...
1: Right. Well, that's one of the arguments with RDJ is that he priced himself out of playing Iron Man. It's too expensive because it's a couple million or $7 million or something like that every time he plays Iron Man. <sighs> or $70 million, Some ridiculous number like that. So.
0: Yeah, that that's true, and I understand the reason. I don't understand the reason for this. I'm sorry. I can understand somebody getting paid a couple of million for a movie, maybe for a blockbuster, ten million, but seventy million? Like, how does anybody hire you for a movie after that? it's exactly as I said? He priced himself out making like that movie or basically anything else except uh, another Doctor Who little thing on the side. Yeah,
1: know? but I also understand when you see the movies are making a billion dollars. I want a piece of that
0: yeah but these marvel movies are ensembles you know you get two or three like that there's half your movie there's half the price of the of the, the making of the movie right there i don't know it's
1: if you're watching this and you want to know how you can be a part of social media madness
2: for next week here's our good friend don to tell you more enjoying the show do you want to be part of social media madness go ahead and head on over to superhero you'll find all the links you need Episodes of the show, comic reviews by Chris, and other articles. We're posting stuff on there all the time. And while you're there, you can also check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Great shows like the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Cult 45, baby. So Wizard Podcast, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Hashtag GW All-Stars, and you're not going to be disappointed. Make sure that you are commenting on our twitter articles could be a poignant comment could be a stupid one either way gives you a chance for dave to possibly mispronounce your twitter handle all right i've rambled on enough let's head back to dave and the gents on superhero speak thanks for that
1: john um all right i just got word so it's uh, andy got hurt and uh he was playing with a knife and cut himself he's okay he just had they had to take him to the yard to make sure so
0: don't, don't let him play with knives you gotta give him a good pair of scissors, he said, he, the scissors he, close, he said apparently
1: so. he's not the boy scout he thought he was
0: <laughs> oh my gosh
1: hey it's a life lesson right
0: yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah.
1: alright anyway, on on. moving on we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back with some news
2: some podcasts are like this there was a zombie apocalypse
1: <laughs> tomorrow yeah. What would be your weapon of choice? I'm screwed. Have you ever seen World War Z? have. You know what I
2: mean? Like Dawn yeah. of the Dead type shit. Yeah, yeah. I rely on my fans at that point. So that's, that's a good guess. answer. I'm going to be like, I need my so fans to protect me book. so that I can, like, breed with you when there's not many humans. Okay, well, <laughs> okay. then I have to
1: ask a, follow- was- a combat weapon. It can be anything.
2: My tits are my combat okay, weapon. That- you go out and fight for me, the tits will be waiting for you. That's like
3: multiple weapons, because there's fucking two million guys surrounding that house. This is what I offer. offer. I can you offer.
2: imagine an army of millions? Yeah, we then. would have the biggest army <laughs> no, of all time the outside one the house. Al- Scott, what about you then? Every time they come back in, I'm on my knees ready
1: to suck.
3: And some podcasts are like this. Apparently house-sitting for my parents whilst they're away on holiday for a week. On the first night, after a few glasses of wine, I got under the bed to plug my phone charger into the wall. There, I found a very pretty shoebox. Oh, no, don't look in the shoebox under the bed. Oh, I don't even know (laughs) if I can read this. Why would you bloody look? (laughs) Why? Imagine my shock as I opened it to find my mother's very large and realistic battery-powered boyfriend. Hindsight is great, and I know now that I should have left it there, but my curiosity would unfortunately get the better of me. Being alone and horny, and also quite impressed by the XL Vaney monster I no, had in my hand. No, no. Oh no! She did not use a monster, though. <laughs> Tell me, <you> Lord. <laughs> Tell me. Please. Please. People are disgusting. She did not. I gave it a wash, turned it on, and slipped it in. So, not to go into too much detail, all I'll say is the beast was amazing. It hit all the right spots. Upon closer in... Oh, no! It gets worse! How? How does it get worse? She's using her mum's dildo, for Christ's sake! No! (laughs) What? What? (laughs) What? The only markings were a faint name on the base embossed in the plastic. It read... Clone a willy. Oh, no. Turns out I've been getting the best orgasms of my life from a replica of my father's penis. But only one podcast is where you can get in-depth analysis like
2: this. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Because he basically alley his fucking horse while he's still on it. Yeah. He, the he... horse and the rider lifted by one dude, one arm, blam, into the ground. <laughs> but he's just a man. Are you fucking kidding? Everyone saw it was not embellished it didn't digitally do shit that happened i mean for <laughs> us there was digital but for everyone else it's i mean real, yeah, so I was know, like... it, was, it was fucked but that was the most awesome shit i ever seen because i've never seen that done before ever okay typical weight of a horse is between <laughs> 840 and 2000 pounds just the horse one this guy shoulder pressed what two thousand pounds with one hand, dude. One it hand. made it look easy. It wasn't like he went Like he just went. It he it, he didn't make, make a make noise. Straight, like, Him the- oh my god. god. You're, You're now, now listening, listening to, to Cult 45. 45. This is Beat'em Down. And I'm Random Randy Savage. Find us on all your podcatching apps like Podbean or Spotify. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or just go to www.Colt45Podcast.com. Also, check out our YouTube for that sweet video content. Cult 45, the only podcast that puts hair on your chest. After these messages, we'll be right back. Well,
1: you say cut it down, but... The problem is that's when you can go to the bathroom. It's a nice long break. (laughs) Just like the old days. Live television and, you know. Yeah. Can't pause. Back then, us old people, we remember those days. All right. So, a little bit of news. Not much to talk about this week. Uh, A couple things that came out of your Comic-Con that we did not talk about in the last episode. I know. The first one I thought was amusing. So... Uh Ian McGregor was there at New York Comic Con. He was the the keynote speaker. Um he had a uh, uh he gave a panel and he was not allowed to talk about Star Wars or any movies that he's been in. He wasn't allowed to promote anything. Yeah. So, he talked about how you make the perfect cup of tea. <laughs> he gave a panel on making tea. I thought that was brilliant. <laughs> and I'm sad that we missed it cuz we need to learn how to make a perfect cup of tea, don't we?
0: <clears throat> I already do. Oh, do you? Because I drink tea.
1: Here's my question, though. I have, in all seriousness, I can understand not promoting new projects, but what does it matter if he talks about a movie he was in twenty some years ago?
0: It's all part of the. Yeah, it's weird because they're allowed to promote stuff that that they were all that they had already. So that is weird. Okay, yeah. Now that you mention it, don't know. Don't have any clue.
1: No. Nope. No. What a shame because JD would have something clever to say about this, but
0: probably it is weird because according to the official rules, they are allowed to promote something that they just finished and you know what it is it's probably they're allowed to they're allowed to promote something they just finished because that's about to go into its time of making money uh-huh. and they want to make as much money as possible and that but older stuff is just what's already been released
1: yeah, and I know some actors don't make oh sorry no some actors don't make residuals. Um, off of older well, stuff too, so this, yeah. Well,
0: residuals is just the whole problem, like that. And they're just mean, I'm
1: just saying, and they're, all they're doing is making money for the company they're striking against. So I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Still, it stinks. <laughs> what else? Oh, there was something that came out that we missed. It was a panel, and or I don't know if it was a panel. or it just came out at the same time as New York Comic Con. We got our first look at the live action Avatar: The Last Airbender that's coming to New York Comic Con. They released some photos and talked about the the
0: production a little bit.
1: John, you are the anime guy. You're the Avatar: The Last Ender Bender guy. What do you think of these production stills?
0: I caught sight of them <laughs> before you showed them, and at first I thought it it was promotional material from M Night Shyamalan's version. The the stills M Night Shyamalan's version looked good. Yeah. In yeah. the stills. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm I, shocked I just, they haven't dropped the trailer yet. I hate when they do that when they drop stills, but they don't have a trailer yet.
0: We, yeah, we have to wait and see. Yeah, because one of the biggest problems with with M Night chemlons was it it wasn't it wasn't even close. It was like t- if you it was like explaining the plot or no, not even explaining the plot. It's like ex- a blind man explaining the plot to a deaf man, and then. I think and, that's a and, little. And then having them type it out, it was like M Night Shyamalan's version sucked. You, you're expecting bending to be this incredible thing with highly choreographed, amazing fight scenes, and it was like ten Airbenders, you know, spit a pebble at somebody after you know 15 minutes of bending. It, just, it was, ugh. and I know that the uh, creators of this were involved in the beginning, and then of course that yeah. age old. There were creative differences, and they left. So that's a problem,
1: right? You said to say that before. Yeah. Now, to be fair, M Night no, Shyamalan. No, we
0: don't have to be fair. We don't have to be fair at all.
1: <laughs> M Night Shyamalan was taking a TV show that was how many seasons long? Three seasons. Three seasons, he- and like compressing. You think he's making a trilogy, so he's compressing a season to an hour and a half movie, an hour and No, We suppose it, it was.
0: Supposed, it was technically one season but even that was too ambitious there's no if they understood the material they'd know in no uncertain terms there was no way they were going to get one movie out of compress an entire season into one movie it just was not going to work
1: yeah i think the problem is he took the pieces that he liked and tried to fit it into the movie without really thinking how does this work how does this fit into the whole thing
0: no because he's i'm not Shyamalan he's obviously flawless
1: no, he came out with a good movie in the...
0: Uh, One or two good movies. Or two or early two thousand, then, And then it was all downhill from there.
1: Yeah. Like, he tried too hard to be the, the twist guy. Yeah. <laughs> instead of just making good movies. Yeah.
0: To the point where it's now a meme. What's a twist? <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Yeah, I guess we'll hold judgment until the trailer drops. It doesn't look bad, the pictures, but you're right. The pictures looked good from the his version as well. I'm
0: worried, but we'll see. I'm going to watch it.
1: You like the uh, the live action adaptation of One Piece. One Piece,
0: yes, but Oda, the creator of One Piece, was involved with the whole way. It was done right down to they they reshot stuff if the creator was iffy about it, and he had full control over who got hired as the part to do the parts. And you can see this should be like written into a textbook for people doing adaptations, not just anime at- ab- adaptations, but every adaptation going into a series or a movie like the creator was involved through the whole thing. Yeah. He had final say in everything. And it is one of the, it is considered now the best anime adaptation by far the only successful anime adaptation by far. And everybody loves it. Even people, that don't know the source material, they have never read the manga, never watched the anime. They love the live action series. So it, and every time, every, every adaptation you've heard before that failed, which is basically almost all of them, it's the same story. They bought the rights. They didn't yeah. care about the material. They were just trying to ride the gravy train. If the creators were involved, they were almost immediately kicked off or left. It's amazing that, yeah. that that we they just don't seem to learn the right lesson from anything. So, we'll see how this goes. I like I said the creators left because of creative differences. I don't know that bodes well because there is something really special about this Airbender story and it takes heart to write it and to film it properly, and I don't know that they can do that without the creators there watching over their shoulder. Because Netflix has a a habit of crapping on things. Ergo,
1: you
0: know, ergo, or et et al., say, Full Metal Alchemist, Cowboy Bebop, et cetera,
1: et cetera. Yeah, I was about to say, Cowboy Bebop was one of the most anticipated ones, and everyone liked the trailers and everything and said it looked good. And they got the
0: casting mostly right, but then they started fooling around with the characters. Yeah. They took what away what made it Cowboy Bebop and it just became another space anime adaption. Yeah, there was a lot of tragedy involved with those characters. A lot of backstory that made them who they were. And they took that away. It just, yeah. So anyway, that's my take. We'll, I'll wait to see what it does. Maybe they do reshoots after um, one piece got popular and they, maybe somebody on there realized, Hey, Maybe if I don't snort all this white stuff on the table in front of me, I can do as well as the One Piece guys. <laughs> Maybe. And we'll see. Maybe. Hopefully. Maybe. Maybe.
1: We had our trailer come out. Lego Marvel Code Red. This It actually is going to be on uh, streaming this Friday. It's an Avengers Lego cartoon, like the Star Wars holiday special that they did. It looks cute. It's the collector which had me thinking they're pushing Secret Wars ideas out into like different platforms now because the Collector was part of the Secret Wars. Um, yeah. So this so would be interesting. Did you watch the trailer?
0: Yeah. Uh, it's another Lego one. The Lego ones tend to do really, they're usually fun.
1: Really fun. And it, oh, Randy says he likes Cow- Cowboy Bebop.
0: Yeah. The anime or the, the live action. I mean, there were things to like about the live action. Like I said, they got some good actors and all that. But in the end, was it? It the motivations got screwed up at the end. But yeah. Um, anyway, anyway,
1: back to the, I thought it was interesting that they're going to have both Sam and Steve as Captain America in it.
0: Lego ones don't count in any continuity whatsoever. And, no, I get uh, that. I get that. Fun.
1: I just wonder if they're doing that to prepare like younger viewers to accept someone new when they go see watch the next Captain America movie, and it's going to be Sam. If you hadn't watched the show, but if you're on Disney Plus, you probably watched that show anyway. I don't
0: know. And I, I'm just going to miss Batman singing about his dead parents. There'll I mean, be another fun.
1: DC one soon, I'm sure.
0: Because <laughs> they're just so much fun. They just are.
1: And uh, and they call in Wolverine. The renders need Wolverine's help. It's big time.
0: Yeah, if they call in Deadpool, though, it immediately becomes a rated R, Lego, which they won't do. So.
1: Yeah, that'll be this Friday on uh, Disney Plus. I think you should check it out. We're going to check it out why don't we talk about it on the show on Sunday next week? So, More than, than likely. Yeah, because I don't think anything else is coming out between now and then. <laughs> Why, do I sound weird all of a sudden? No, you don't.
0: You've always sounded weird. So you know.
1: Okay, no, it was just my headphones went weird for a minute. <laughs>
0: Maybe they got um,
1: cold. Never finished a live action. Oh, Cowboy Bebop.
0: Oh, yeah, and that's the problem. Most people didn't. Yeah, but uh, that's Cowboy Bebop. It is a bummer at the end, but... Yeah, you know, which is why I a know, lot I've of anime the anime, but that was a while ago.
1: I bet, isn't a lot of anime like a bummer at the end?
0: No, most not these days, unless you're doing Overlord or whatever. There there are a few that are, what do you call it? They're more serious. But... Kassan. Oh, Gen V. No, I'm not even going to bother. Uh, you haven't been a
1: fan I, of the show long enough. We gave up on the boys because it was too brutal and dark for us. We were already brutal and dark to each other. I believe the
0: term is hyperviolent.
1: So for us to go and uh, watch a spinoff, I don't see that happening.
0: It offended our delicate sensibilities. I do declare, I'm feeling the vipers. The vipers, the vipers. <laughs> I just, I know, seriously, I try, I, I'm looking for stuff that's upbeat to keep myself upbeat. And yeah. that is not upbeat. That is a train wreck. That is a one-way ticket to therapy, man. Unless you've got a good life. Which I am, I am not enjoying right now. But you enjoy it, go enjoy it. I've, I have, I don't know if it's good or not. I can't tell you. I, actually, no, wait. I did read something that said that it was better than the that it, Somebody was saying it was like better than the boys. I can't speak to that, but it's interesting that's being bandied about out there. But yeah. uh, otherwise, you should tell us which how good you think it is, how it compares to the boys. Yeah,
1: there you go. Let us know, Kassan, what you think. All right. Wait, you sent something. What did you send?
0: Me? Oh, yeah. There's a there's something on Spotify. The Riddler, Secrets in the Dark. Oh, okay. It, it's a series. It, I think it's going to be a series of, like, serials. Like, right, audio, right. just audio only. There's I a Wolverine one com- they
1: did not too long ago.
0: Yeah. I found this completely by accident because I think they did a story on it on NPR. And so I checked it out. And uh, the first episode sounded really good. This might be something that uh, you guys want to listen to.
1: Are the Invincibles banned
0: too? The Invincibles? Oh, what are you talking about? Oh, wait, you mean Invincible? Oh, Invincible? Oh, god! Uh, It's in cartoon form. It is still a bummer, and I have a hard time watching that. I take breaks from it because, again, even though it's even though it's animation, it's it is hyper violent to the extreme, as anybody who's seen the end of the first episode knows. And uh, and I know the general gist of how the story goes, the whole story yeah. in that comic line, but they put the main character through hell and uh, yeah, I I don't know. I'm a, it's a mixed bag for me. I I, 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 don't, did, I don't like seeing people get tortured.
1: <laughs> I did go to a press room at New York Comic Con for Adam Eve's video game that's coming out based on the character obviously from Invincible and uh, yeah, it looks interesting. I don't know. It's an RPG, but it's done as a one of those they call it like a storybook style where you're just watching images until you get into a fight, and then you got to make RPGs fight decisions. that's turn based, blah blah. But it's I played. Turn-based there was a
0: style? really uh, tell
1: tell uh, Telltale games. There's a Batman one. I tried that, and it was like it kept boring really fast because <laughs> it's not like a real video game.
0: Sounds like so. the old Dragon Slayer. Video game that was based on CDs. Do you remember that one? It was, oh, yeah, it was yeah, all yeah. cinematic cutscenes, and you just right, waited for kind of of, uh, you wait for something to flash on the screen to know which direction to hit the the joystick. Yep. and if you got it, if you got the timing, you got to the next scene. If you didn't get the timing, they cut to a cutscene of your character dying horribly. <laughs> but it, it was big at that point because it was like it looked like it was an animated scene that you were just controlling. Even though what yeah. it was really was just a whole bunch of scenes that you would stitch together by getting the timing right with where you were trying to move the character.
1: I guess or, the other thing is I didn't watch enough of Invincible. I didn't I don't know who Adam Eve is. I don't I didn't read the book.
0: She's the most powerful being in that universe, basically. Oh okay. Just doesn't know it yet. She's like Peter Parker just after he discovered that he had the powers of a spider, but not realizing what having spider sense meant. Really, and what it could possibly do with a little bit of training? Yeah, um, only, I just, only I more. T- she literally can rewrite the fabric of space time. <clears throat> she's like, Matt. What, what, what's a, who's a Marvel guy who can rewrite time? Like, Molecule Man. She's literally Molecule Man.
1: Yeah, or mo- or mix
0: mixes, but like she's she's
1: or or Wanda. She can change reality. So I think
0: yeah, yeah. She's about a she's at a level of Wanda. Yeah.
1: I just put in the comments, for those who are watching, a link to the Spotify, the Riddler.
0: (laughs) Secrets in the dark, Riddler. Yes, that's it. It's audio only, and it is amazing.
1: So, I will check that out. Something to listen to on my walks.
0: We should put that in the description of when we put this up. All right. If it's possible.
1: I will do my best. All right, we also learned something really cool, and it really sucks that JD is not here for this one. And that is...
0: Oh, yeah, this is something we'd really want to talk to him about.
1: Brad Metzler, Jeff Johns, Brian Hitch, Gary Frank, Francis Manipole, Peter Tomasi, all are launching a new imprint called Ghost Machine, a new publisher for comics. They already have a few books out. I have, Ash- books.
0: I have those books that they have out. I have not read them yet. On I should have read them for this. I will read them and maybe we can talk about it next week.
1: Yeah, we also have a contact at the company. We're going to try to get some people from that company on the show to talk about it. You hear that, everybody?
0: Free comics for everybody.
1: I am not guaranteeing we're going to get Jeff Johns or Brad Metzler or any of those guys. It might be just a rep, but we're gonna, we're talking to them. We'll see what happens. They said they're all happy to talk about this uh, endeavor of theirs. And yeah, it's like Image 2.0 in a way. Instead of the artists, the assignments, the writers getting together saying, hey, we're going to do our own thing. So, but
0: they all own their own IP, which is yes. They yes. that. That's I guess that's the primary point of this is that they're not going to be like Marvel or DC, where they basically Borg every character and you get nothing in your old age. Like they, they are definitely allowing the authors and artists to keep their IP, which is really cool.
1: Yes, it's it was also interesting because obviously it was. Something like that would take a long time to coordinate. They kept it quiet and announced it at New York Comic Con. I don't know how they kept this quiet for so long. Yeah, it's... but it's,
0: it's you, you have a Wikipedia link, so I guess they... Uh, when did that go
1: away? Uh, yeah, the Wikipedia came out the same... Everything came out from New York Comic Con. Like, no one
0: oh. it literally posted the same day as New York Comic Con.
1: Yep. Oh, yeah. So, it's, it's going to be interesting. I wish them well, obviously.
0: Yeah, October 19th is when the Wikipedia went up. That, they're on the ball, like they, like that's that's they are really promoting it's, this. Oh
1: people. yeah, but this is all coordinated. I this is better kept secrets than some of the Marvel movies.
0: Like, <laughs> what do you mean some? Like almost all of them these days. This is yeah. This this we're just walking by the booth going, oh that's what Jeff Johns? What the hell?
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's cool. What were the names? Do you remember the names of the books?
0: Oh, what do I got? Uh, red coat. There's red oh, coat. Yeah junkyard joe first ghost geiger and ghost machine and then there's a couple of others too like rook i think yeah and i guess they're going to be doing some crossovers um, but it's up to the authors
1: and also this is this is a company it's under image too that's the other thing it's not like they're on they're completely on their own so they have infrastructure behind them already it's some of the best writers in comics and yeah yeah john and i both got some comics we'll read them We'll let you know what we think of them. Maybe next week we'll talk about them. Yep. All right. That's it. It's all we had to talk about. JD would have made the show more interesting, but he's not here. Screw you, JD. Hmm.
0: So, what are we what, what's the uh, constellation prize for for watching the rest? We are we adding any we still have a lot more interviews to put up.
1: Yes. Yes, we do. So, keep an eye out for those boys and girls. They will be coming out shortly if I had Thought about it earlier. I might have been prepped one to tag at the end of this, but obviously it's too late for that. Definitely check out. Definitely on Friday will be Dirk. We'll be going up Friday. It's a standalone video, but some of the other that's be Dirk clear.
0: Manning who who's yeah. the second was it the second second
1: volume of Hope that's volume what of ta- yes that's what we um, talked about. That launches on Halloween. The Kickstarter we got to read the first couple issues. We should and, put that up. Brutal and then and that's then the words. Yes, V Friends will be coming this week as well,
0: which is a card game. And we got to interview, I think, the owner of it and
1: yeah, the uh, CEO. The CEO. Yeah. And then, yeah, we talked to the CEO of Super Seven, who had a really cool Cobra flagship. Basically,
0: as a toy box we all wished we had when we were kids. Yes. And he made everything.
1: Pets <laughs> to Comics will be coming. Caitlin Smith. Why do I feel like there was someone else?
0: It probably was. We got a lot of material. It was fun. Near Comic Con. Did, have you seen what the totals are, yet?
1: That's the last I checked. The estimate was two hundred thousand, but I think they beat that.
0: Oh yeah, no, wow, no. I thought I I would say, the last time it felt like that, it was two hundred eighty thousand. And considering yeah. Thursday, I think they're up to two hundred eighty to three hundred thousand people, over the weekend.
1: Probably. Let's see. Twenty twenty three attendance.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be. Last year was two hundred thousand, but that was because they were still coming off of COVID. Which I might add, and again, I, I forget if I already said this, but there were people there that caught COVID that we know. Yeah, I took two tests. I didn't get COVID, and we interacted with lots of people that have then said they've come down with COVID. If you're out there, get the latest shot. I think they, they've got the latest. The latest was it version out for the newest variants of COVID. Get it if you can. Just to stop this thing, finally.
1: I do not see it's not going to stop. It's an endemic now. It's it's here forever. Well, yeah,
0: but that means you just you gotta you gotta get your COVID and flu shot at the same time. Yeah, I do not see. Yeah, they just say it beat two hundred. All right, we we've been to, through a bunch of these. Yeah, I'm saying two hundred and eighty to three hundred thousand people because Friday and Saturday there were places where we could not walk through, and if you look at some of the pictures that we're posting up, yeah. There, there was, They, there, you can see that the walk, the main thoroughfares isn't just wall to wall people. Like yeah. it was hard to impossible to, to walk through some of those.
1: Definitely. All right. I think then we got to put a pin in this one for this week. John, did you learn anything this week or do you have any recommendation?
0: <sighs> Brush your teeth and use Listerine every day. <laughs> Don't have the, the tooth problems that I've had. Also, oh, you know what? And here's the thing. I had some nice new anime series titles for JD because you know how he loves those. Yes. And uh, oh my God. And I, I and it locked me out. Why does it lock me out when I'm just waiting to try and say something? So I'm going to just fill the, uh, the audio space here. Here we go. A playthrough of a certain dude's VRMMO life, which is okay. <laughs> I'm in love with the villainess, which... On the surface, looks like just another villainous anime, of which there are a few. But then it takes a turn and there's this undercurrent of dealing with issues with people who have with gay people that have feelings for people of Uh the same sex. And there's just this undercurrent. So I'm waiting to see what it's gonna do with that. Because the main character is in love with the villainess and she you know, she's got Isekai. I don't know. It's really I don't know. I think that one's going kind to of good, but the I, the best one of the bunch is Shangri La Frontier. Okay, is it's just fun, and it was written by a gamer who knows video game, and you can tell because if you're a video gamer and you're watching that, it's you've been in the same situation. And then a Returner's Magic should be special. I think I'll save the rest for later as I go through them. Those are the ones. Those are the ones that I'd recommend. And one other, the Saints', mag- the Saints magical power is omnipotent. Season two's out, and I still find that to be basically candy for my brain. It's just Ugh. a really nice love story set in an anime fantasy world. Just every, every it, it's really entertaining enough and nice enough that I can just sit there and it's like a warm bath. Ah. So, anyway, that yeah, that's those are my recommendations. If you're into anime, and as far as what I learned, yeah, just take care of your teeth. Young,
1: ah, That's an important lesson for children of all ages. Uh. So Dave,
0: speaking of children of all ages, what did you learn?
1: <laughs> I learned nothing. Oh, that's a shame. I don't have any funny quips this week. I learned that my eyes
0: won't stop draining. You're tired and you're sick. So Yes, exactly. That tends to happen.
1: But I do recommend that that you go and check out Ghost Machine. They got some good books out, and I think they're going to be big. I think you should go and check out V Friends. It's a TCG that uh, for all ages, and I think people will
0: enjoy that. Go to Spotify and check out Riddler's Secrets in the Dark.
1: Yes. And while you're doing all of that, first thing you got to do is, it's while you're here, hit that subscribe button, click that bell for notifications so you don't miss us when we go live and when new videos go up also go to superheroespeak.com where you can find the podcast every week links to all our social media at the top of the page comic book reviews by our good friend d square and so much more check out our facebook john's posting all the photos he took check out our instagram i have a bunch of photos on there that i took and and yeah so on that note as always thanks for watching don't let cape get caught in the door have a good week